Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And today, I want to talk about get busy living or get busy dying. This is a teaching podcast, so as always, I want you to grab your Bibles and take some notes, have a really informative show for you today. I want to start today's show out with a quote, and it says this, whatever you enjoy correctly increases, whatever you hate decreases rapidly. So I want you to pay attention to that in your own life. I want to go here quickly into Proverbs chapter number 21. I'm going to start here at verse number five. As a matter of fact, that'll be the only First that I'll take today, and I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn there, whether you have the translation that I'm reading or the King James Version. But I just want you to get your eyes on this today because I want to share something with you out of this particular passage. And as I thought it was really good. Notice what it says here. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. I want that to settle with you for a moment. I'm going to read that to you again. It says good planning and hard work. So it's not just good planning, but it's good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. I mean, this is very simplistic, and this is probably one of the number one reasons why I love the Word of God. It just gives it to you straight especially the Proverbs. It's just full of wisdom. So if you want wisdom as a side tip today, I want you to begin to read the book of Proverbs because this is so true. And many people in our world today try to figure out how did certain things happen for certain people and then certain things happen for another group. Why are certain people impoverished? And why are certain people successful? Well, the scripture says it. It says good planning and hard work. So you need both. And what does it do? It leads to prosperity. But hasty, that word hasty means quickly. These get rich quick schemes, they never work. And you got so many people marketing to folks with something quick, fast, and in a hurry. There's nothing quick and fast that's going to lead you to prosperity. But the scripture says it leads to poverty. So we need to pay attention to this. And this is why I dubbed today's show, Get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying. Because the reality is every day we are doing something that is bringing us life, or something that is bringing us death. And I found this statistic, and I thought it was very good, and I thought I'd share it with you today. It says you have 86,400 seconds each day, and it's your choice what you do with them. 
I thought that's profound. And this is what I love about that particular quote is that we have all been given the same amount of seconds. But what is going to lead to prosperity or what's going to lead to death and destruction is what we do with the time that we have. And here's what I want you to know. We have choices. We do. And with every choice that we have, ultimately, we've got to make a decision about what we're going to do. So, again, I want to empower you today. This is why I pray that you listen to this particular podcast. There are so many podcasts, so I certainly appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen to me because you could be doing a lot of things with your time. But I want your time spent with me to think about what you need to be thinking about, especially those of you that are Christians. And these are the people that I'm called to reach, people that are already saved, love God. However, people that will listen to the show that don't know about God is my prayer that you will begin to know about God and give him your life as well. But for those of you that are struggling and trying to figure out how to make sense of your life, what your purpose is, what your destiny is, you got 86,400 seconds each day to figure that out. What are you doing with your time? Are you doing a lot with your time that you shouldn't be doing? Or are you doing a lot with your time that you should be doing? So we really got to zero in, focus in on these matters. Now, Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck relates in her insightful book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, she talks about that there are two types of mindsets. And this is what I really want to focus on today, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And these mindsets are what we consider our personality. So I want you to think about this because I'm going to give you two sides of the coin and I'm going to deal with this fixed mindset and this growth mindset. Now, you're going to fall on one of these two. You're either going to have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Now, obviously, if you have a fixed mindset because of what I'm going to read to you today, share with you today, you can change. And obviously, if you have a growth mindset, that is good. You can take it to another level. But I don't want you to sit here and listen to me or wherever you might be listening to me from and just taking in information because I want to give you something that can infuse into your life right now. And every little decision that you make is going to lead you into a life of abundance and peace and joy. All right. Now, a fixed mindset is one that is assumed to be our character or creative ability and intelligence and fixed traits that cannot be changed. So people that have a fixed mindset believe that these things are assumed, our character, creative ability, and intelligence. These things that we have are fixed. They can't be changed. Whatever we got, we just stuck with it. Now, these people believe that their basic abilities are what you are born with, and they will never get an extended amount of. You can't increase it. Whatever you got, this is what you got. As the old saying goes, I'm playing the hand that I was dealt. And you got a lot of people that think this way. Now, people with a fixed mindset, watch this, 
always want to appear to be intelligent since they don't believe intelligence can be modified. They fear uh, about being dumb to others and believing that they will always look a certain way in front of people. They'll always be unintelligent. They will always have what they have. Their money can't increase. Their intelligence can't increase. Nothing that they have can grow or change. And you got to believe it. Please hear me. I'm talking about Christians too today. A lot of the people in the world that are believers they call themselves followers of Christ, really believe what I got is what I got. Now, there's nothing wrong with thanking God and being grateful for what you have. But I want you to know that you don't have to stay that way. But for people who have this fixed mindset, they do fear that they are appearing dumb to others because they're unintelligent. They don't have what it takes. They don't have the chops, but they look at other people and they admire what they have. And they say, man, I wish I could be them. But they will try to appear to be something that they're not. All right. So I want to give you here seven quick things that I want you to begin to think about, because these are some common fixed mindset thoughts that people have who believe that they have a fixed mindset. Here they are. Number one. Either I'm good at something or I'm not. Number two, I can't learn now. It's just simply too late. I'm too old. This is what it is. I can't learn no more. It's just too late. Number three, there's no point in trying if I'm going to fail anyway. So why even try? The last time I tried, I failed. The last time I tried, I failed. Number four, I always struggle with, you can fill in the blank, this or that or the other. Most people that have a fixed mindset, they say these things. Number five, I'm a procrastinator. This is why I can't get anything done. I'm always procrastinating. Vacation, uh, meals, going out with my spouse. What are we going to do on the weekend? I'm always procrastinating. Number six, I'm just not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. This is what I got. I can't never take what take something and make it better. I can't take something and make it good. Everything I touch, it falls apart. I just don't have it. And finally, number seven, it's hard for me to lose weight. Now, I chose this one because a lot of people are trying to lose weight and they always say, I try and I never lose weight. I try and I never lose weight. And I ask people that say this to me. I say, well, how long did you try? A couple of weeks. Really? Come on, y'all. You can't just try something a couple of weeks. And I also tell you this, and I think people that are doing this weight loss thing, first of all, diets don't work. It has to be a change in mindset. Before you even attempt a new diet plan, your mindset got to be different. But if you are fixed and fixated on this notion that I tried and failed, it's hard for me to lose weight. It's hard for me to do this and that and the other. I always I always ask people, how long did you do it? I hear this with people, Christians. They say, I tried reading the word. It doesn't work. And I ask them, how long did you try? And they say a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And I laugh, not at them. I'm laughing because, first of all, I'm laughing because it just makes no sense to me. And I heard it so many times. But I always, I always try to tell people, are you being realistic? 
I mean, no one gets to where they are just by a few days or a few weeks or a few months. You are where you are in your life because you've been doing something day after day, week after month, year after year. And now it's been 30 years. But we don't think this way when it comes to certain things that we're doing. We want something overnight. Nothing happens overnight. And we know this in our head, but we don't get it in our heart. And so we really can't walk it out. And so if you do have a fixed mindset with these just seven things that I've given you, you got to look at this and say, you know what? I am sick and tired of being sick and tired of making excuses. You got to hear yourself making excuses. I don't think we really hear that many times when we talk. This is why it's so good to surround yourself with some people that truly love you, that can call you out when you making excuses, because that's all this is. A fixed mindset just continually makes excuses. And I want to say this to you, that for people that are saved, that really are saved, the scripture says, That whatever, when you come to God, you were created new. The old things have been passed away. Behold, all things become uh, new. When you are a new creature, a new creation in Christ, old things pass away. Behold, things, all things become new. If that is true, and I'm paraphrasing that, I'm sorry. But I want you to know that if this is true, and I do believe that it is, then how could anybody have a fixed mindset? When we come into God and he creates us new, something that had never been on the planet before, when we are born again, born from above, how could you have a fixed mindset? But I'm telling you, here's the crazy thing. Most believers, not all, but most believers, they they quote a scripture, but they don't believe it. They don't really believe it. How can you become something you don't believe? You, 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 I heard people say, I got a fixed budget or I have a, a fixed salary. Well, who fixed it? God didn't fix it. These are things we have fixed in our own mind. And God is saying to you today, this is not how things should be. I haven't fixed anything. Every, when we come in contact with God, man, everything about him is increased. Nothing about him is decreasing. Nothing about him is fear. Nothing about him is worry. Nothing about God is frustration. So where are we getting this mindset from? We're getting it from the world. And a lot of things, we're getting it from the stuff that we've been taught in our houses, our parents, maybe the school that we went to, maybe the people that are around us. But we don't have to be this way. I'm going to give you the other side of this coin. This is having a growth mindset. And again, remember, when we are growing, we don't stay where we are because growth demands change. You could start growing in a way and then you just plateau off. That's not good either. You got to continue to grow and grow and grow from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Now, a growth mindset, on the other hand, is the belief that their abilities and intelligence, it can grow with time and experience. 
They believe they can become smarter than they are right now, that their efforts affect their success, and with persistence, they can learn. Those with a growth mindset believe that their basic ability is only the starting point for their true potential. I like that. The growth mindset creates a passion for learning rather than a consistent need for approval. Now, do you see the difference with the fixed mindset and a growth mindset that that fixed mindset believes this is all I got? That growth mindset, this is where I'm starting, but this is not where I'm going to finish. And again, this is a choice. You're either going to get busy living, you're going to get busy dying. You're going to get busy doing the things that is causing growth in your life, or you're going to get busy doing things that are fixed in your life that you believe. But we can't make excuses if we're not going up. We've made a choice to go down. And someone will fight me on this and say, Pastor, that's just not true You don't know what I've been through. You don't know this. You don't know that. And maybe you are right. I don't know all the stuff that you've been through. But again, notice what the scripture says. When you are a new creature in Christ, that's the real question I want to ask you. Are you a new creature or are you still identifying with the old stuff, your old nature? When God deals with you, he don't deal with you based on the past. He deals with you based on where you are right now and where he desires to take you if you're willing to go. And I like this growth mindset, man, because it's something that we all need. And I'm going to give you six things that's going to help you understand if you are trending in this growth mindset. Number one, I can always become better at something through practice. That is so good. You can always become better at it. Number two, I can learn whatever I want to or need to exactly when I need to learn it. Man, that's powerful, too. I don't have to wait on nobody. I can learn it when I want to and when I need to. Number three, I see failures as opportunities to learn, to reassess and to do better next time. Most people are not even there. Are you there? Number four. I can always do better at something if I want to, but it will take effort. I know it sounds like the other one that I just gave, but the addendum is, but it will take effort. I can always do something better, but it will take some effort. Number five, determination and effort are the measures of my outcome. Who measures my outcome? I measure it through determination and effort. Number six, I enjoy learning and growing and learning is a lifetime pursuit for me. This is the mindset I believe all Christians, all followers of Christ should have. I thought about this before I did this show. Are you an American or are you a Christian? Are you an American or are you a Christian? I thought about that because you know why? Most, if not many Americans Think impoverished, fear, anxiety, worry, stress. If you start talking about just the stuff that Americans talk about, we all talking about the same things. But when I hear Christians, true followers of Christ, true disciples, it's different. 
They don't talk about what the world is going through. They talk about what God is saying to them, what the Bible is saying to them, what the word of God is saying to them. You don't have to make a choice. Do you just want to be an American just to have the same experience that everybody else got? The same fear, the same worry, the same stress, the same frustration with bills and family and all this stuff that is in the world? Or do you want to be a Christian, a follower of Christ, a doer of his word to experience all the things? The Bible says that I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I'm going to tell you this. You can't have it both ways. You can't be an American and a Christian. You really can't. And some of you say, yes, I can. No, you really can. You really you are going to be of this world or not of it. I know I'm in it, but I'm not of it. I have chosen to be a Christian. I've chosen to be a follower of Christ. I've chosen to be a disciple. I've chosen to do it God's way. I'm not chosen to be an American. I'm not of this world. I'm not. I'm of my father. And I know what I'm saying is probably not going to make sense. You're going to have to pray to God and let him give you a revelation of what I just said. Because too many Christians are just concerned about just being an American. But you need to be a Christian. Jesus never said that he was of the place where he lived. He knew he was born there. He knew he was in that particular country. But he never said my mindset was of that country. That's the problem. You need to begin to think like Christ. And this is what I'm saying when I say to you, that's what Christians are about. It's just not some label. It's a mindset. Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you, Lord. It's a mindset. We need a mind renewal. We need our mind to be set on higher things. We need our mind to be set on the things of God. That's where we got to go. We have let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mindset was Jesus talking about? That growth one, that one that is always growing, never making excuses, never saying I can't do it, never saying I'm coming up the rough side of the mountain. Yes, I know we will have some challenging days. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that everything is just going to be sweet and flowery and rosy. But what I am saying to you, even in the midst of that, I have made a determination in my mind that I'm going to keep growing. Nobody is going to stop me. Nobody is going to hinder me. Nobody is going to block me. Is that your mindset? If you don't have it, I pray today that you have heard a few things that I have said on both sides of the coins. And you say to yourself today, I've determined that I'm going to have a growth mindset. I can do better. I can be better. I can have exactly what I need to have when I need to have it. I am not limited because of the color of my skin. I'm not limited because what my parents didn't have or, or what they tried to do that they couldn't do. Too many of us are limited. Here's the thing. After we come to Christ, I understand that. I thought that when we come to Christ, whatever was happening to us after we come to Christ, that stuff is a thing of the past. But you know what I found? We keep operating from the old man. 
We keep operating from this sinner's mindset. We keep operating from this place that God is not operating from. We need a mind renewal. Here's my question to you. Have you updated your software? Computers have to do it. Phones have to do it. Anything with technology has to update its software. Think about that. Your phone, anything that you have that's computerized, it has to update. You know why? If it doesn't, it can never grow. It can never give you the experience that you're looking for. And that's the problem. We want a certain outcome, a certain experience with God with outdated software. How's that going to work? If you still are thinking about the stuff you're thinking about before you got saved, you know, if you keep still thinking about the things that, you know, you come to God, you give your life to God, and now you're just still thinking about this same old stuff. I'm going to challenge you today. Have you really given your life to the Lord? I mean, have you really, truly given your life to God? Now, don't make an excuse because we always make an excuse. It's like the man that was at the pool of Bethesda. He was there for 38 years and Jesus saw him and he went over to him. He said, wilt thou be made whole? Do you want it? Do you really want to be made whole? Because, hey, man, you've been sitting here for 38 years. And with this fixed mindset, notice what he said. He said, Lord, every time I try to get down in the pool, somebody get in here before me. That's the excuse we keep making. We keep saying every time I try to do better, something else happens. And can I say this to you? Maybe so. But Jesus is saying to you, just like he said to the man, do you want to be made well? Okay, you can't get to the pool. Stop looking at the pool and look to me. Sometimes we got to stop looking at the things we're looking at and look to Jesus now and live. Look to him in his word and see what the alternative is to what he wants to offer you. And when we do that, we'll begin to see our life change. I want you to win. I don't want you to be stuck in a rut like so many people that call themselves believers. I can listen to a person and tell whether or not they are a true follower of Christ. It don't take me long. I've been doing this a little while now. I've been preaching for over 20 years. I've been pastoring for over 17 years. I don't know everything, but I tr trust me, I know some things. And I know when I'm listening to somebody who is following Christ. You can just hear it in their voice. You can see it in their actions. And we got to be about this life and stop talking about that we about this life. Everything with God is about doing. So there are some key differences and factors and things between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Listen, I want to challenge you. Some people don't like to be challenged, but I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to become this growth person. A person with a fixed mindset on the other side will shy away from a challenge, often from fear of failure. They may go into all kinds of different situations, hiding to avoid responsibility. But the growth mindset person is excited by challenges and excited by changes. They find themselves engaging in a key and learning something, doing something, experiencing something, having something. They master the challenge and move to a greater degree of accomplishment. Now, another key factor is in how we face mistakes 
and feedback because a person with a fixed mindset is embarrassed by making mistakes. Don't be embarrassed by that. How can you grow without making mistakes? This is what they do. They blame others about the outcome. They're defensive when they're criticized. But the growth mindset person sees mistakes as a learning lesson. Did you get that? You see mistakes as a learning lesson. They are less likely to take criticism personally. They are open to criticism, believing it helps to improve their ability to do better next time. What I'm saying to you is you can make a choice to do better or you can make a choice to continue to do worse. But it's up to you. So you got to get busy living or get busy dying. You can't do both. I want you to get busy living. God's got so much for you, so many things that he wants to do through you. I don't want you to be a victim like everybody else is. It's so many victims in this world. And please, please hear me. Don't get this wrong. I realize that we have all had challenges. Man, I've had a bunch of them. But you know why I keep overcoming? Because greater is he that lives within me than he that lives in the world. Greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. Greater. Did you get that? Greater, not lesser. Greater is he. Where is he at? He's in me than he that is in the world. I got the greater one, man. You got the greater one in you. It's time to recognize the greatness that is in you. We can see greatness in other people, but we don't see it in ourselves. Why is that? Because maybe you have a fixed mindset, but it's time for you today. I want to challenge you today. If you want to be challenged, I love you. I want to help you. I want to challenge you today to listen to yourself talk, listen to the things you're doing. Just listen. You need to take some time to listen. Close your mouth and listen. We got two ears, one mouth. We need to be listening more than we're talking. When we listen, when we listen, when we listen, we can hear pain, we can hear frustration, we can hear what we need to change, what we need to do differently, how we need to respond, just different things that we can do much better. I want to push you into continue growing. Mistakes is all about the process. I know people, they don't ever want to make a mistake. I say to them, you have forfeited your opportunity to grow. It's impossible to grow without making mistakes. It's all a part of it. What is this perfection mentality that you have? You're not a perfectionist. You're going to keep growing. You're going to fall, but you got to get up. It's all a part of it. But I want you to know today, you do have a choice. I hope you hear me today. You got one. And I'm telling you, Take your choice today. God's not going to make this choice for you. You got to make it for yourself. Either you want it or you don't want it. But I pray today that you would say in the midst of everything that is going on, I want to change. I don't want to have this scary mentality that there's not enough. No, that's the world. That's what being an American is about. Now, we like to you know, have our chest stuck out. I'm an American. Man, do you know the stuff that Americans are going through that they don't want to go through? But I'm telling you, when you come on the other side of the fence into the kingdom of God, I'm a Christian that says I'm Christ-like. I operate the way Christ did on the planet. And he wasn't talking about there's not enough. 
He wasn't talking about fear of getting diseases and sicknesses and dying before your time. That is not stuff Jesus talked about. I challenge you to read the word again. Read the gospels again. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus never magnified all of this stuff that we think he did or maybe somebody told us. But I want you to know there's a way out and into the next level of your life. This is my prayer for you. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this blessed you. If it did, I want you to take some time. Please take some time and send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Send it to me. Let me know that this was a blessing to you. Whatever platform that you're listening to me on today, take a moment if you are being blessed and share this episode with somebody you love. Matter of fact, share it with your enemy. Maybe you share it with your enemy. They'll become your friend and everything will be sweet. Trust me, God's word can change people's heart. So I want you to do it today. Shoot me an email and send this episode out to as many people as you can, because I'm trying to make every difference in the world the best way I can with those that are listening to me, that I can help them be empowered by the word of God. I'm praying for you as always. Trust me, I am. I'm believing God for you. I may not know you personally, but every listener, I'm lifting them up before God in prayer asking God to help them and bless them and strengthen them and encourage them. That's what this is about. We need to push each other. So I want to push you today. All right. Again, thank you for listening to me. And remember above always to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired and encouraged, please send me a praise report prayer requests or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.